This is WrestleZone Radio, presented by WrestleZone.com. Find us on iTunes. I'd like to welcome everybody to this week's Impact Wrestling Media Teleconference. And as always, the Impact Wrestling Media Teleconference live stream is presented by Pluto TV. Watch over 100 channels of movies, news, sports, and more completely free on any streaming device. Download the app today. Pluto TV is free TV. And with that, I'm going to open up the line and welcome Josh Matthews. Josh, welcome to the teleconference. Hi, Ross. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having uh, the time for us. What's uh, what's the latest and greatest? Well, I, I don't have a whole lot of time to play ha-ha with you today, so I'll just get right into it. Uh, obviously, Impact this Thursday, Redefined. It's going to be a great show. We're going to see some great things. Uh, you're going to see a, a brand-new episode of The Smoke Show with Scarlett Bordeaux, uh, Petey Williams versus Rich Swan in a match that I'm looking forward to. Uh, the tag team main event, Moose has returned to Impact Wrestling. He's aligned himself with his best friend, Eddie Edwards, to face the world champion, Austin Aries, and Killer Cross. So a lot of cross stories happening there, no pun intended. Um, but you have the issues between Moose and Austin Aries, Eddie Edwards and Austin Aries, and then Killer Cross, obviously, watching the back as the insurance policy for the world champion. So that match has a lot of uh, different situations happening there. Uh, the Knockouts Championship is on the line. Sue Young defending her title against Tessa Blanchard and Allie. Uh, for those of you that follow TMZ and TMZ Sports, you know what happens here, but you can actually see the match for the first time uh, tomorrow night on Impact at the Rebel Entertainment Complex in Toronto. So that match is going to be thrilling as well. Uh, and then, of course, the man who is going to be on the teleconference today, uh, Brian Cage, who spoke for the first time recently on Impact, he faces Phoenix with the X Division Championship on the line, and uh, these two going one-on-one for the first time. It's going to be a match that uh, we will probably remember for quite some time. Uh, Ross, the reason I don't have a lot of time for you today is because immediately after this, uh, we have a phone call about Impact going to Mexico, which uh, happens on September 13th and 14th, uh, which we can't wait to get to Mexico for the first time. It's going to be an amazing time, uh, the 13th and 14th in Mexico, as we look forward to heading um, to Mexico City. Of course, uh, we went on sale for Bound for Glory uh, this past Saturday. Uh, We appreciate everyone who purchased tickets for Bound for Glory. Uh, Right now, I can officially say that the only tickets left uh, for Sunday are general admission and VIP tickets, Um, but a few things may open up, so if you're holding out for a front row seat or, or something like that, uh, there may be a couple that become available, and we'll keep everyone up to date on that, most likely after uh, Labor Day uh, this coming Monday. Uh, also, let's see here. This Friday, One Night Only Bad Intentions will premiere on Global Wrestling Network, so you can see that great show from Mississauga in, uh, just outside of Toronto. You can see that premiere this Friday. Uh, Night of the Dummies won't premiere for a couple of weeks, on September 14th, and uh, I mentioned Bound for Glory. We also, of course, have our VIP packages that I shouldn't uh, have glossed over because you can still get a couple of those left. Uh, There is a conversation being had about whether or not we want to cap it right now uh, at 36. So if you are thinking about uh, getting your VIP package for Bound for Glory, I strongly suggest you do it now before they're not available. 
And again, you get all of the, uh, the extra events that we're doing, such as uh, if we're going to do another Mario Kart tournament that's being talked about at the big screen there at the Melrose in New York City, uh, that would be on Tuesday. Monday, uh, we'll most likely do something really fun and interactive like we always do. Sunday, of course, is on for glory. Uh, Saturday, something special is happening. Uh, and Wednesday, something potentially special is happening. And I don't mean to be vague. I just have to be vague. Um, so that, I think, uh, Ross usually keeps me pretty honest on if I missed anything. Um, but I don't think that I have. Ross, did I miss anything before I take Oh, uh, one more thing. MediaCon, of course, is next week in the United Kingdom. Simon is probably feverishly texting me right now to mention MediaCon. Tickets are still available. Uh, we've announced, I think, four or five matches with uh, two more to come. And uh, I'll spill the beans right now. Those matches will get announced most likely Friday morning. So that's everything. Yes. So, Ross, unless you think I missed something, I'll answer a few questions. And then I got to go, bud. Nope, you covered it all. We'll open it up for just a couple questions for Josh. If you want to get in queue for Josh, Star Six, please identify yourself and your media outlet. Hey, Josh. It's Adam at the Impact Lounge here in the UK. How are you today? Good, Adam. How are you? Fantastic. Really looking forward to coming to Manchester. Hopefully you'll be there. Um, I've got a question about this week's impact. Obviously, we've got the triple threat knockouts match there. Uh, the question revolves around, obviously, you're part of the digital uh, presence of impact. Um, what are the thoughts behind kind of spoiling the result on the impact social media? And is that something that we're likely to see going forward more often? Well, it's, it's you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Um, it happened. Tesla won the championship in Toronto. That news was going to get out. Um, I reached out to, to our contacts at TMZ and, and kind of laid it out to them. And they said, yeah, we'd love to run this story. Uh, you know, Tessa is a big name in women's wrestling. Um, she's going to be competing uh, this weekend at All In against Chelsea Green and Britt Baker and this girl, Madison Rain. Um, they're going to have a great match on Saturday. And, uh, you know, the news, things like that, to me, it's, it's, I think it helps. I mean, TMZ Sports has 4 million followers on, on uh, Twitter. So to be able to get that news out there and to have it, you know, on hitting that story three times, when it happens uh, in real time, uh, letting people know that our live events are something that you don't want to miss if you want to see something like this. And I think it all uh, goes back to people saying, okay, now I want to see this. I know what's going to happen, but I want to see how she does it. I want to see how she wins. I want to see who she pins. Because if the champion's not involved in the decision, you know, there's more to this story. So, you know, to me, the positives outweigh the negatives. Um, you know, are, are we spoiling it for people that, that um, follow us on social and just want to watch it? Yeah, and I understand that. But I think at the end of the day, um, getting that news out there, having that front headline on TMZ, having Tessa call Magnum, uh, I think all that was great. And it was a feel-good moment. And, and I, uh, you know, uh, it depends on who, your school thought, but... Uh, for me, it, it certainly uh, it outweighs the negatives to, to announce those things. Appreciate the, the answer. Of course. Hi, this is Ian Carey from SE Scoops. Uh, I was certainly glad I was live in the building to see Tessa Blanchard win the title. That was uh, pretty fun. But Josh, I'm wondering, with all this global travel and international expansion, do you think fans of Impact could possibly expect something similar to a World X Cup tournament or something similar in the near future? I think so. Um, and I think that, you know, obviously with the people that we have worked with and, and, and like you said, the expansion globally, um, it would be very cool to see something like that. Um, I've had 
or I, I should say I've been involved in a few discussions where those things have come up and it's like, man, that would be so cool if, or, or this will be so cool when, um, I think it's just a matter of, of, you know, getting the ball down the field, so to speak, to use a, a football phrase, uh, as we get ready for college football season, uh, starting tomorrow. Um, but I just think that it's, 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 it's inevitable that something like that, uh, will happen. And I think it'll be very cool when it does, but I mean, think about the fact that, you know, impact versus ring of honor on the Chris Jericho cruise. Uh, you would never expect to see something like that, uh, in, in previous years or, or in the past, all the pieces are starting to align and now you're going to get LAX versus the young bucks. You've got moose competing, um, at all in this weekend. Like I said, Tessa's competing at all in this Saturday. Uh, I hope she brings the knockouts championship to the ring with her when she comes out in front of 10,000 people at the Sears center in Chicago, um, because that will be cool. Great. Thank you. Josh, you got time for two more questions? I do, Ross. Yeah, I got to about 2.20, so. Hi, Josh. This is Lewis from HarryWrestlingFan.com. Um, so with the um, MediaCon show next week, in it's the Impact versus UK. Obviously, got some really great UK talents on there, like Jimmy Havoc taking on Sammy Callahan in a bad wire baseball bat death match. And in the past, Impact had a really strong support from the UK. Just wondering if you see um, Impact doing anything more in the UK sometime soon, and if there are any UK talents um, that you'd like to see in Impact more often. Um, the first part of your question, yes, I think absolutely. Of course, with um, Fight Network UK being launched and our, our presence now over there, and, and the partners that we work with over there, and, and the show that's going to happen. Uh, Wrestling MediaCon, uh, what is it, uh, two weeks away, um, you know, I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, as it relates to the talent aspect of things, um, I, it's hard for me to, to uh, name one or two or three specific people. Um, you know, I, I, I leave, I should say, I, I get all of my sort of uh, what's going on in the wrestling world from Sanjay Dutt, and, and he kind of clues me in as to who's doing great things in, in wrestling outside of impact. And, uh, you know, obviously I get to see a lot of people from our Twitch shows and one night only specials. And, and there were people in Greensboro and in places here in the States that I thought, wow, these guys are amazing. You know, there was one guy named Cam Carter who sticks out, who was really good. Um, I haven't had a chance to really dive into, uh, the UK indie scene. So it's, it's hard for me to say, I'd love to see this guy in impact. I think the matches that we're going to see, um, you know, funny story, um, our graphics designer, he's in the UK, and I might have told this story on this uh, last week or the week before, but uh, when I told him the matches that were going to take place at MediaCon, he was like, oh my God, these are so great, and here's why they're going to be so great. So I got clued in a little bit that way. Uh, but I mean, we're just all really excited to get over there. Um, I should say they, I, I don't get to make the trip to Manchester, but um, everyone is excited to go and, and just be a part of this event. Great. Yeah. Whoops, sorry about that for cutting you off, but uh, we had to move on. I, I... Yeah. Uh, hi, Jeff. This is uh, Shireen from Sports. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, too. So I just wanted to ask you, with Impact having tapings in uh, Canada and now Mexico, are there any plans of coming back to India? Um, not that I know of right now. Um, uh, as soon as we know, we'll let you guys know. Uh, I tell you every time that you ask me this, how much I love India, how much we love the experience, um, and how I can't wait to go back. And all that still remains true. All righty, Josh, I know your time is precious. Appreciate it. Any, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I just want to say that I think this is special for everyone on the call today. Um, you know, Brian Cage is someone who 
we haven't heard from a whole lot on impact. Um, and I know he's got an awful lot to say, and he's, uh, you know, this is the, the next evolution of what an athlete uh, should look like. <laughs> uh, and what he can do is incredible. So uh, you guys just enjoy. Thank you for uh, your time today. And we'll see everyone Thursday night on an all new impact wrestling hashtag redefined. Perfect. Thank you, Josh. We will shift from uh, Josh Matthews to the machine, Brian Cage. Brian, welcome to the teleconference. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I've been, uh, been looking forward to do this. Well, we certainly are looking forward to having you and uh, nothing like having the, the champ in the house. Yeah, I know, uh, I know there's been a, a, a little bit of a desire or want for uh, for me to be on one of these since it's taking some time, but hey, it's here now, so uh, let, let's get it rolling. You know, Brian, I wish I had a, uh, a dime for every media interview request I've had for you over the past, I don't know, four or five months. So certainly appreciate you coming on. Uh, bring us up to speed and uh, and your life these days. And then what's cooking? I mean, outside of Impact or? Uh... No, let's let's start in Impact. You got the gold, so uh, things are good for you. I'm, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I, I am X Division champion, or, or mind you, Weapon X Division champion, and uh, I got the huge match with Phoenix coming up here on Thursday. Uh, was really excited for this matchup. So, Many people are uh, shocked to hear that it was the first ever meeting. They just assumed that we've, you know, laced up before in, in AAA or, or Lucha Underground or even PWG, and uh, yeah, it's never happened. It'll be the first time. So um be phenomenal stuff. And, uh, you know, looking forward to uh, go down to, for the first ever tapings in Mexico City and obviously Bound for Glory the following month in New York City. So uh, it's uh, it's cooking. I don't plan on losing that title anytime soon. Well, you touched on two things. You certainly have a lot of experience in Mexico and then right around the corner, October 14, we hit New York City for Bound for Glory, uh, biggest event of the year for Impact Wrestling. A lot of things going on over the next two months. Uh, you are front and center for everything. Oh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a packed two months, man. I mean, pretty much every weekend from, from here through almost Christmas is is something uh, something pretty cool or incredible. You know, we got uh, – Obviously, some show called All In showing up this weekend uh, that I'm part of, and then uh, you know we got that. We have the Impact Tapings in Mexico. We got the um, going to uh, the Cancun, this huge Cancun trip through AAA over the Hard Rock uh, Resort. Um, obviously, the Jericho Cruise at the end of October. You know, Black Glory, October 14th. Um, the Netherside Tapings in November, out uh, out closer to me on this side of uh, the states. Um, I go back to Tour of Australia, which is on the, the, the app with the World Series of uh, Wrestling, um, and so on and so on, man. There's, it's, it's, a, it's a good year, man, to, to be a wrestler and uh, for wrestling fans. Sounds like it's a good year to be Brian Cage. Yeah, you know, it's, well, that, that's a pretty good year every year for that, but still. All right. Well, with that, we're going to open it up for media questions. Uh, we ask, as always, please, one question and one question alone so we can get through as many as possible. Please identify yourself and your media outlet. When you get in queue, it is star six. John Magazine, UKO, are you today? I'm doing phenomenal. How about yourself? Uh, I'm great. Uh, I'm calling from France. Um, and my, my question is pretty simple. You, um, I, I, I made a little research. You're the 87th ex-division champion. And I wanted to ask you, um, 
how important this title is for you on Impact Wrestling and how it is to, to step, uh, to walk in the footsteps of, of such great talents uh, that were champions before you. Thank you very much. Um, you know, this, uh, as I said, when I spoke out for the first time uh, last week on Impact, this, uh, this title to me is, is what you know, Impact Wrestling is all about. It's what, what put Impact Wrestling you know, on the map and what started it in its, its original incarnation. And I feel like really what separated itself from any other title, any other company. So to me, this was the main goal and the title I wanted to go for out the gate. I mean, I, I, when people just ask me about the idea of ever going to Impact Wrestling far before I was ever here, they asked me who I would want to work with. And what would I want to do? And I always said, I would love to just be part of the X division, uh, you know, regardless of my size, that's where everybody wants to critique. And obviously the old catch, uh, it's not, it's not a, about weight limits, about no limits. And funny enough, Matt Seidel happened to be the champion when I came here. And that was actually one of the top people I wanted to work with. Never, uh, having never worked with him before and him being a phenomenal athlete, uh, in his own right. So the fact that I got to work with Matt Seidel and claim the title was a win-win for me. Thank you so much. No problem. This is Ian Carey from SE Scoops. Uh, Brian, you talked a, a bit about what the uh, what the X Division title means to you and how it was a, a goal for you when coming to Impact. But now you're in a position where you've won the title, you've defended it a couple of times, and you are the face of the division, uh, pretty much. I'm wondering what fans of Impact Wrestling uh, can expect from this new era of the X Division that you're uh, leading the charge on? Well, you know, I'm trying to make it uh, not, necessarily, uh, not, not, not better because I think it's, it's always been great, but definitely uh, trying to bring a new league of its own on there. Like everyone keeps asking me about option C. Funny enough, two since Austin Aries is the world champion. Keep asking me about option C. Well, the way I see it, I want to make the X Division so awesome and so entertaining, and there's just so many awesome athletes right now in Impact Wrestling that the world title is exactly that, option C, because I have option A. There was a time when the X Division, in the early X Division, where a lot of fans saw the X Division title as on par with the heavyweight championship. Do you think you can get it there again? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think that's going to be through the the quality and the entertainment and the matches that's going to be, you know, set going forward. Awesome. Great. Thanks so much. You may now ask your question. Hi, Brian. This is uh, Nick Hausman from WrestleZone.com. Thanks so much for taking the time. No problem. Uh, first of all, yes, uh, as I mentioned on Twitter, I found out you were also born on Groundhog's Day, which is awesome. That means you ah, have... yes. <laughs> yeah. That means you're a prognosticator, right? Uh, that you can see the future, I think. Um, I want yeah, yeah. I, I to keep this simple. You're really, really big. You're a big man. Uh, I want to know, what is your workout and food regimen like? What is a day like for Brian Cage? I mean, on the, on the average... Um... Obviously, there's stuff that will change throughout travel. But, yeah, I'll, I'll break it down. On the average, I will have about a dozen egg whites, three whole eggs, a cup of oatmeal. That, that's for meal one. Then meal two will usually be eight to ten ounces of chicken breast with an eight-ounce sweet potato. 
<clears throat> I'll repeat that um, after I work out in my immediate post-workout meal. We'll have 50 grams of uh, carbohydrates and 60 grams of isolate protein. Um, and then for dinner, it's usually ground beef or steak with vegetables. And then I'll have another dozen egg whites at night before I go to bed. That's my general like kind of average day-to-day if everything's going smooth, uh, diet. And as for the gym, I'm in there about two hours a day, six days a week. Wow. That's, is there any kind of uh, workout style or method that you are wanting to maybe pursue or try out? Um, you know, I mean, my, my stuff varies. Like sometimes I'll go, you know, I'll, I'll go real heavy, not necessarily powerlifting style training, but let's go heavier. Sometimes I'll go really hypertrophy, high volume, uh, like superset um, training. Every now and then, if uh, injury pending, I'll do uh, some uh, more and more high interval, like hit style training. I don't want to call it CrossFit because it's not necessarily CrossFit. But, um, and, and I mean, it really just kind of depends on, depends on how I'm feeling, how much sleep I got, how my body's feeling from wrestling, and I go through it. I've, I've done a few bodybuilding shows, and I love that. Um, people always ask me if I'm going to compete again. And it's just so hard because the time and preparation it takes – to compete a bodybuilding show usually is about 16 weeks out. And the last few shows I try to do, you know, come eight, six to eight weeks out, there'd be a show I was contract, contractually obligated to do, or that I just didn't want to pull out of, uh, that, that meshed with the date of my competition. So I'd have to cancel the competition. And it was a lot of work and a lot of strain to, to do that and spend the money and time for, you know, a couple months or so just to, for, for nothing. So, um, at the moment I'm fine. Just kind of, do what I do in maintaining it. And, uh, there's, uh, nothing new on the horizon that, that should change any of that. But I mean, yeah, you never know. Wow. Cool. All right. Well, thanks so much, man. And yes, that's uh, again, very cool that you're a groundhog. I love that. It's amazing. <laughs> thanks, man. Brian, that, uh, last question from Nick seems to be a perfect segue to a uh, question we get in from Jesse Reynolds, who would like to know, if you could only do one exercise for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh man! Wow. Um, one exercise. Um, you know, I don't know what would be the most fun. Cause I, mean, I like people ask what my favorite like day of the week is too. And it always changes. I mean, from a aesthetic standpoint, I guess I would just say deadlifts, just because deadlifts work the most amount of muscles on your body uh, compared to anything else. So, I mean, I guess I would have to go with that. All righty. Hey, Brian, how you doing? This is Jeff from the High Spot Podcast and HighSpotPodcast.com. Uh, hope all is well. Uh, my question to you is, what experiences have you taken in the last year or so uh, maybe two that you've taken with you to impact and what do you think is something that you still have to work on just to, you know, just to improve, uh, in the next year or so? Uh, yeah, Jeff, you know, I, I think just as far as, I mean, working Lucha Underground, as far as working television, um, obviously helps bring you that aspect because um, you can work as many indie shows as you want and as much experience as you want, but working TV is a little different than working, um, you know, your normal live event or house show or indie show or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, I mean, obviously that, that helps a lot with just, just timing and structure of your matches and the cameras and 
uh, what have you. Um, I think there's room for improvement for everybody, always, in some regard. Um, I definitely would like to um, uh, bring more out in my, uh, my my character and in my um, overall appearance, I guess, per se. There, there's some stuff in the works that I'm, I'm actually planning and structuring, so it's, it's kind of a vague or weird response, but it's it, it'll it'll go with what I'm going to have insight going ahead in the future. Thank you. No problem. Hi, Brian. Thanks for your time. This is Mikey O from the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by the Roar Network. Um, early in your career, you formed a relationship with uh, Chris Canyon. What's one piece of advice that he gave you that you feel is instrumental and you making it this far in the business and also how special is it to you now that you were the only wrestler that, that, uh, he trusted with the mortis gimmick. Oh man, I could go on for hours about Chris Canyon. Thank you so much for bringing him up. Um, you know, there wasn't one necessarily like specific, like word of advice or anything that he gave me like stuck with me, but just his overall, um, I guess just overall friendship really just motivated me. And the fact too, that he, you know, he helped me get into deep South on contract uncontracted. He helped me you know, move over to Atlanta at that time too. And I stayed at his house shortly. Um, he just, he just was such an awesome dude. We were just talking about him recently on a, on a road trip and not even just to me, to so many people, man, he was just such a good and giving guy and, and, and helped out so many. And I really don't think he gets credit enough for that and for the help of certain people's careers and for, even how, how talented he was. Um, so the fact that I, I can, uh, you know, when, when I'm on there on TV2 and I say who better than Brian Cage, people think I'm ripping off Chris Canyon. That, that's why I kind of tribute to him. And my, a few sets of my gauntlets and gears have his logos as well and, and members to him. And on top of that, yes, the Mortis outfit, when, when he officially retired and he asked if I would want to use the Mortis outfit, I was like, what? Absolutely. And he was like, yeah, I thought that'd be a cool way to kind of, you know, keep my image or, or name out there without having to do anything. And the first match I did with uh, as Mortis in California, I sent him a copy of it. And his text back in all capitals was absolutely phenomenal job as Mortis. Please keep doing it. So, I mean, yeah, that, that, that meant the world to me. When I, when I got to work with my hometown uh, very, very, very early on in my career, I, I thought I could have retired the next day and be pretty satisfied with what I'd accomplished. So then to get that on top of it, I mean, yeah, man, was was absolutely fantastic, fantastic compliment to receive from him. Thanks, Brian. No problem. Thank you. Hi, Brian. It's Adam from the Impact Lounge in the UK and V2 Wrestling Network. Uh, just I want to talk to you about uh, the fact that it's uh, only last week that you first got to talk on the show. I just want to know if that was something that you pushed for to wait for so long and if it really helped uh, develop your character as, a, as an ass kicker. Well, what, what do you make about it all? Uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't planned that way and it just kind of happened. Um, I know I had done a couple of things with Josh in the back that, uh, you know, never got used. And then they kind of thought like, oh, maybe we'll kind of keep you mysterious or, you know, kind of just somewhere in the middle between like, you know, face and heel and um, there was even a couple of I think, segments of shot with Lashley where I did talk that, you know, didn't use that. So it just, 
it just kind of impromptu happened. And then it just went long, longer and longer. It kind of added a little bit of appeal to the fact that I hadn't talked. And then um, it was actually Don was even thinking about it. It was like, all right, it, it kind of added a, you know, a, a, a mysterious, you know, attribute to you. But I feel like now it's gone on too long and we need to, uh, you know, we need to do that. So, um, so yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't planned. It kind of just happened that way. And I, I guess it was kind of neat, but then at the same time, I wasn't complaining and saying like, Oh, Hey, I need to talk. But I, I was kind of thinking like, all right, when's this going to happen? So it, I, I felt like it, it kind of just materialized organically. And I, I thought it was pretty neat that it made it, you know, an advertised part of the show that I, that I spoke for the first time. So. Absolutely. Thanks a lot for your time tonight. Hey, thank you. Brian, we have a question here from Jordan White, who would like to know, that many wrestlers your size can do what you do. Who did you look up to when you were coming up in the business? Um, you know, as a kid, uh, I've watched since I was like five. So I was a kid. I was Hogan and Warrior and Savage. Um, and then Sean and Razor were uh, the two that I was really into when I decided I wanted to be a wrestler at like around 10 or so. <clears throat> and then uh, through high school and whatnot, I was watching it to – you know, really critique people and kind of find the style I wanted to emulate. Um, that the three people that I always had uh, the desire to create a hybrid of was was the three Chris's. It was Chris uh, Chris Canyon, Chris Jericho, and Chris Benoit. Hey Brian, over a ten day period, you'll be on. Pop TV, WGN, El Ray, and with the opportunity to be on pay-per-view. And in recent years, that was not an option. What do you think in wrestling facilitated that change for uh, a guy like yourself to, to be available in all these different outlets? Oh, man, that's a great question. You know, I, I was just talking to someone else recently about this. And just and I just earlier I said, too, I hope, you know, it's a great time to be a wrestler and a great time to be a wrestling fan. Um you know, I'm not sure exactly what the uh, what the switch was, but obviously there's there's been a huge you know uh, thriving market within the independents and obviously all these other outside companies. You know, whether it be Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, obviously WWE's always going to be around. Um, and there's just so many so many different outlets and type of wrestling, and I feel like uh, there's so many fans that enjoy all these different products and different avenues and the fact that they've kind of slowly meshed together somewhat um, and working together has been, been an, an awesome, awesome attribute for, for everyone. I mean, the fact that we have, you know, Lucha Underground versus Impact at WrestleCon and then you have Impact on the, on the Jericho Cruise, it's hopefully just a, a short, small sign of what's to come. Um, and then exactly, now we have these huge opportunity, you know, with, with being on multiple networks and pay-per-view all at the same time. I mean, it's, it's, it's unreal and it's unheard of, but it's, it's, it's fantastic that it's happening. And, uh, you know, too, I didn't even realize with that short of a time period that it was even happening until you just said it. So, I mean, it's, it's incredible. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hi, Brian. This is Shivan from SportsCare. How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm good too. So uh, you're the new Division champion. I want to ask you, 
if you had the chance to face one past X Division champion, who would it be? To face one past X Division champion? Yeah, one of the X Division legends. Who would it be? Uh, oh, oh, AJ Styles, hands down. He's been my my lifelong dream match, and uh, you know I, I feel like the X Division champion. Um, and it just obviously to one of the top three best wrestlers probably going today. So uh, it's Styles for sure. Thank you. We'll ship to a uh, question here from Alex T, who would like to know: You do some insane moves for a big man. Have you ever had any crash and burn experiences in training? While trying any new moves? Uh, crash and burn during training? Actually, no. Not really. I've had some crash and burns um, in matches, but, but not, uh, not, not in training. There's, uh, there's one match actually against Apollo Crews at a, a pro wrestling guerrilla event um, where I line salted and the ropes were very loose. And uh, I uh, landed right on my head, on top of my head, and I don't know how I didn't break my neck. But uh, it's a pretty gruesome-looking sign. Um, and then there's been a couple of dive outs where the, uh, they didn't end up so well. So, um, so I, it's high risk as they say. So uh, yes, it's happened. And me being the size I am, I think makes it a little, a little more impactful, a little more less uh, satisfying when it does happen. And James Garcia asks, what did you take away from your short stint so far in impact? Um, I mean, I think it's, it's been phenomenal. I, I, I know I had a couple appearances throughout, um, throughout, uh, my, my career with impact. And, you know, now I got, uh, I got fully on board and since I've been signed contracted, I can't, I have zero complaints. I've, uh, I loved everything I've got to work with and I've been, uh, excited to be part of, uh, of this thing turning around and definitely bringing forth a, a, a much better and more uh, well-received product than, than it had been previously. Hey, Brian, it's Mikey O from the Average March Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by the World Network. Um, I see that you're in the comics. Are you in uh, to DC or Marvel? Uh, I mean, I like both, but I mean, I'm definitely a Marvel guy, for sure, through and through. Right on. Also, I see that you have a hedgehog Please tell me you named him Sonic. All right, so I, I I did have a male hedgehog, which I did name Sonic, and he actually passed a couple of years back. But I have a female hedgehog um, as well that I got, and they, they were trying to mate before he had passed. Um, he did have one litter, but it was unsuccessful litter. But and her name her name is Pepper Ann. It's not nothing fun, but it's funny you did say that because when I, when I found out you can even have hedgehogs as pets back in like 2006. I was ecstatic and I wanted one and I mainly wanted one because like every YouTube or, or link I found with a hedgehog, nobody had one named Sonic. I'm like, what? That's, that's the given name you have to give them. So like now I have to have one just so I can fix that wrong. Right. And then uh, what video games are you playing right now? Uh, you know what? Latest game right now. Actually, I was last thing I was playing was um, Resident Evil. Uh, oh my gosh. What version was that? Um, it wasn't part of the main series. I can't think of what it was. It was on PS3 too. Be the one play the second one. Oh my gosh, what is? I can't remember which one is. Is Resident Evil whatever? But speaking of that, that's the main game I'm waiting for. Is the Resident Evil 2 remake 
due out early next year. I am, uh, I'm a, I'm the biggest fan of, of Resident Evil, and Resident Evil 2 is my all-time favorite game. So that remake looks unbelievable, and I can't wait for that to come out. Right on. Thanks, Brian. No problem. Hi, Brian. Lewis from HawkeyeWrestling.com. Uh, it's a pleasure to be speaking with you. Yeah, my man. So, um, so yeah. I said on the Killing Town podcast recently that you were really big into skateboarding as a teenager, which uh, I found quite surprising. Uh, is there any other hidden hobbies or talents that we'd be a bit surprised to know about? And um, who on the Impact roster would you like to see attempt some tricks on a skateboard? either because you think they'd be amazing or because it'd be so bad, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was a big, big skateboarder. Uh, I can still do some tricks. No one near as good as I used to. Um, any other hidden stuff? Um, I mean, to go along with the skateboarding, I'm actually quite the, uh, quite the excellent fingerboarder as well. Um, I did that all throughout my, my, my class times. And I have a, a billion different fingerboards and accessories to go along with that. Um, Outside of that, I mean, there might be some different unique stuff that I just want to think of off the top of my head. Um, as far as well, your follow-up question was, who I'd li- like to see on, on a skateboard? I mean, the yes. the, uh, the the first two I would think of would be Cam and Follow Ball, obviously. I think together in, in tandem unison would be would be great. That's that, that that's a backstage segment waiting to happen now. Yeah, that needs to be on the smoke immediately. And exactly, thing, exactly. Um, um, Best wrestling game ever made, and who won that wrestling game? Do you is your go-to pick to play as? Ooh, best wrestling game. Um, I mean, the one that's had the most replay value, and that you know, if I go back to for nostalgic purposes, is going to have to be WWE versus NWO Revenge. I mean, that just that just has to. Um, the uh, to give love to my man too, Chris Canyon. His his character is either Mortis or Canyon. I thought was a fantastic hidden gem. Um, and then outside of that, me and my friend, uh, my high school friend, old Stephen Roach, him and I are undefeated with Harlem Heat. I was Stevie Ray and he was Booker Team. We have never lost a tag match, ever. Great. Thanks, Brian. You're welcome. Brian, we have a question from Ben Cliff, who would like to know who on the Impact roster would give you the toughest match? Um, the toughest match from the impact. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I mean, he's got a new attitude. We haven't laced up there to impact wrestling, and he's a good sized guy. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Moose would. All right, then we have one final. Email question here from Ishan Kacker. What's your favorite type of gimmick match, and is there any type of match you haven't wrestled that you'd like to try? Hmm. Um, you know what? I've I've always been a fan of uh, of ladder matches, just because you can do so much unique stuff, and they just evolve so often. And you always see so many different, you know, uh, unique offense or just 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 different ways to go about doing a ladder match. Um, as for giving matches, I haven't had, um, you know, I would love to have a cage match, but in the old school cages, um, I, I know those aren't going to be as, as fun to, uh, to deal with, but I was always such a fan of the old school, you know, big blue, 
uh, bar steel cage matches. All righty. Well, Brian, I know your time is precious. You have to head back to the gym, so we will wrap it up with that <laughs> and uh, give you uh, give you the floor for a final thought. Uh, well, I appreciate you having me, man. It was uh, it was better late than never. Um, you guys can uh, follow me if you don't already do so on Instagram with Brian Cage, Twitter Mr. GMSI underscore B Cage, and uh, be be sure to watch uh, Impact this Thursday night. Um, not only will it be an amazing show, but I mean, at least if not for just my match with Phoenix alone, which should, which should be the match of, uh, match of the night, match of the week, maybe match of the year, who knows, but, uh, tune in, uh, tomorrow and find out. All righty, Brian, I appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you a couple weeks down in Mexico city and, uh, media, we will talk to you next week. Cool. Cool, man. Thanks so much. You got it. Thank you.